scary. And I will say this has probably been about three to four years in the making. So I've always, when I first graduated college, I thought I wanted to be a sports agent. Uh And so I thought I needed to go to law school and take that route. And in doing that, I was like, no, I really don't like this. Um, And I found a job that I love. So I also, I call it my nine to five. I work with Girl Scouts of Northeast Texas. And then my five to nine is the sports and entertainment world, right? But within the Girl Scouts field, I loved it. It was working in nonprofits. And I was just kind of doing my sports and entertainment on the side. I actually started out that same Christian artist that I now manage. I started out as just her assistant. So I was just helping her, you know, keep up paperwork, organizing her calendar and things like that. From there, she actually saw my potential. And she was the one that came to me and was like, I see all of your potential, your skill set. I would really love for you to manage me because you do so much more than just my assistant. Mm -hmm. And I went back and forth probably for about three months. And over the course of me going back and forth, praying about it, I kept getting confirmations, whether it was from sermons whether it was books I was reading or just conversations with other people and it finally got to the point where I was like okay I just have to step out on faith and do this because if not I might be missing out you know on a greater purpose mm -hmm. so so Destiny so tell the audience the difference between a between a manager and agent because sometimes you know, we just don't know the difference. You know, you know, when you're saying this is a new field, so explain to them what that what the difference is. Absolutely, and I, honestly, at the beginning, I was confused as well. But the major difference is that agent is going to be the person that really negotiates contracts because they have that law background. Yeah, a manager pretty much handles your business, so that can be from booking appearances, handling your calendar, um, getting you a PR, making sure that you're receiving the funds that you're owed, whether that's for, you know, performances or mm-hmm. songwriting, any royalties or brand partnerships that you've done with different um, organizations or brands. So they're just making sure that your business is running. And an agent can also do that. But again, they're going to be really negotiating your contracts Uh, with a manager. If it comes down to me needing someone to look over a contract, I would just pass that along to an attorney. Okay. Okay. So you uh, you're doing this career and how how are you educating, you know, other, you you know, young people that are in sports? Young, young people that are in the entertainment field, is there an education piece for them? Because, you know, you know, back in the day, you know, you know, roll back, you know, the hands of time, you know, a lot of, a lot of, you know, sports, you know, you know, young people that were in sports, young people that were entertainment, they didn't get that education piece. And so then you see the stories of them, you know, being broke, you know, so do you, do you do any of that part of your job, your job, you know, skill? Yes, ma'am. So that's honestly just 
naturally who I am. I love to make sure that other people are good. I want to see other people win. Um, that's really the foundation of what I do. And it started, honestly, back when I was in college before I was even, you know, getting paid, I guess you could say, for the services. Yeah. But with me being um, majoring in sports administration and sports management, I was in class with a lot of athletes because a lot of athletes would major in that as well, mm -hmm. wanting to go like the coach route and things like that. And so with me just talking to so many athletes, you're in college, you may be around the age of 18, 19, 20. And just getting the mindset of even at this age, a lot of them was only focused on the sports that they yeah. currently played. Yeah. But the real statistics of it is everybody on your football team, basketball team, tennis team, whatever, all of y'all are not going to make it pro. That's so true. what are you going to do if you don't? Or let's say you do make it pro. Then, you know, there's always a time span on how long you can play a certain sport. And that's without injury um, yeah. and different things like that. So my biggest thing is just always making sure, yes, if you make it to college on an athletic scholarship, that's great. But remember that you're a college athlete, you're a student athlete first. So let's make sure that we get the most out of this education. Okay, you're a professional athlete, so you're at the height of your game right now. But how else can we work to make sure that you're set up for after that, that life is over? So wow. that's always a part of, even on the entertainment side, there's a span, a lifespan for, you know, a singer or yeah. rapper, whatever the career is, there's always going to be an end date. And so we yeah. want to make sure that you're set up, whether that is making sure that you have other investments, making sure that you have other businesses that is also bringing in revenue. You never just want to put all your eggs into one basket. So that's always the biggest thing, even making sure that these deals are actually good. I feel yeah. like I always go back to the TLC movie. And when left, I was doing the calculations of how they were at the top, top of their career, yeah. but they went bankruptcy because yeah. so many times we just get happy that somebody wants to sign us, but we don't yeah. know what the contract actually says. So that's just me being in your back pocket, somebody that you can trust because we built that relationship and me being able to say, I know it might sound good, but on paper, this is not good for you in the long run. So Destiny, now that um, NCAA, you know, they have, you know, approved, you know, the college level, you know, kids or you know, young people to get some form of payment, what, what, what direction are you going to take on that? Because you know they, you know, if their name is on a on a shirt, on a you know, on a jersey, or if their name is on a game, you know, what part are you going to play on helping those young people make sure that they get their money? You know, especially if they're using their name. Yes. Yeah, so I feel like one thing it's still very new, and I think yeah. we're all as far as um, agents, managers market people, all of us are going to be still kind of figuring out our footing as far as what that will exactly look like. Mm -hmm. But my first step is, again, 
educating those college athletes and making sure that they have someone in their corner. Because at the end of the day, the NCAA and their school compliance offices, they're still going to be making sure that they're doing what's in the best interest for their school. And so I want to make sure that those athletes and their family have someone backing them as well. Um, Again, it's going to be great. I feel like athletes should definitely receive some revenue for all of the time and hard work that goes along with their sport. And with your name, your brand, your likeness, that is you. So you should definitely receive that. But I also really want to make sure that the focus is still on school. I don't want, you know, the athletes to get so focused on, okay, I can make all of this money and then not focused on still being the best that they can in school and actually playing their sport. So the educational piece is going to be major and just making them see the full picture because this is still a great way to set you up outside of sports. And not only that, but just the, the college level, Destiny, is that it is important to educate our high, you know, our high schoolers because you have, you know, you know, I've, I've, you know, I've seen how you have, you know, the young people, the football players, and they're being scouted, and there's being all these offers and all that. And it seems to me that not only uh, educating our college kids, but also educating those high school kids because it it can happen so fast. I mean, before you know it. You're being scattered by all these colleges, and then you just kind of like, if you're not educated on a lot of lot of the process, you'll find yourself, you know, doing, you know, you know, shining off of this college and not understanding the whole process. So, are you going to start reaching out to the young people in the co- in the high school level to educate them on, on what you're doing? Absolutely. So, I am open to any level. For the most part you start your recruiting process almost in seventh and eighth grade. Sometimes it can be younger where these coaches and colleges are looking at you. So the earlier that parents and athletes can start getting that education, the better. And even with that, one of my biggest things is even talking to kids that enjoy sports but don't necessarily play the sport, having them understand there is a role for you as well. There is going to be a gener- another generation behind me of agents, managers, PR, publicists, brand marketers. So also reaching out to those kids that may have an interest in sports but don't necessarily play the sport, bringing them under my wing as well and kind of showing them what I do and maybe sparking that interest. And they can be the next generation behind me because, again, we all don't play, you know, a sport. but we can all have a love for the sport. So my biggest piece is just education. When you have that strong foundation, whether that's starting in 7th and 8th grade or ninth, 10th grade, when you have that solid foundation, you're set up to have more success as you continue on. Okay, so how, so, you know, you talk about, you know, you're a woman in this particular field. So what about our young, our young ladies, the female, the female athletes? you know, the female entertainment. Because sometimes, you know, the world seems to evolve around male, a male-dominated sports, male-dominated entertainment. So how are you going to motivate our, our, our young ladies, our women, you know, that, hey, you can take ownership of your your, your career and your sport. You can take ownership in your, your entertainment field. 
what are you going to do to motivate them, to, to educate them? Absolutely. So right now, um, I am working on something to actually partner with the high school in my area with the girls' basketball team. I feel like women's sports gets looked past a lot, but they're so talented and they deserve the same amount of, you know, respect and mm-hmm. attention as yeah. our, our men's sports. So I definitely want to put a big focus on being able to help those women um, to really be able to use these new NIL rules and policies so that they can get some brand partnerships and hopefully be able to bring more attention to women's sports. That's one of my biggest focus. I've made great connections with other women in the sports industry as far as other publicists, managers, agents, and things like that. And I think that's pretty much all of our goal. So I really think there's about to be a big shift for women, not only in like executive positions, but also those women that are pushing to get our women's sport more attention. Yes, and I'm I'm so excited because, you know, it, it, I, I do, I'm, like, I'm, I'm like you, I do see the shift in women in different roles and different careers that we normally didn't used to hold, you know. So um, I'm excited for what you're doing. I'm excited that you're going to be reaching out to other young ladies to to allow them to see that, hey, this is a this could be a potential career for you because, you know, a lot of times it was, for a long time it was male-dominated. It was a male career. Absolutely. It was a male, something that men did. So the more that you, you know, put, you know, you, you're being seen in your role, I think more people... Will um, more young ladies will want to, um, you know, be a, be a part of it, you know, be a part of it. And so, Destiny, let's mention. I don't want to, you know, I kind of want to like put a damper, but I had a conversation with um, my uh, granddaughter uh, the other you know, the other day, and I kind of mentioned, you know, about uh, Shaquille Richardson, you know, and I mentioned about, you know, it's so sad that you know she can't go to play and do, you know, to you know run the Olympics. But, I, you know, I do, you know, recognize that sometimes there is consequences by making bad choices. And so how important how important will it be to make sure that we're spreading that message to our young people that when you do something wrong, you know, she owns up to what she did, that you have to pay the cost. You have to pay the price. Absolutely. Um, so Shikari is the LSU alum as well. So go Tigers. Um, And of course, that was hard and tough to see. But just like you said, we do have to own up and there are consequences for even, you know, our mistakes. But I think that's why it's so important to have a strong support system and the right people around you. So it's very easy to get caught up in the fame and just having people around you. But everyone around you may not be the right people. Right. And so that's why I always tell any, not even just athletes, but just any, you know, teenagers or young people that I come in contact with, it's so, so important. It's not always about having the most friends, but having a good group of friends. And if you ever feel like, you know, your group is doing something that you don't agree with, it's okay to step away. It's okay to be 
set apart. I have a younger brother, um, and he is a collegiate athlete. He plays basketball, and that's something that we always talk about. You are going to be in a lot of different places, but you always want to make sure that at the end of the day, you're representing yourself, your family, and your values. And so whenever you feel like someone is um, making you or feeling like you cannot be who you know you are, then you know that it's time to step away. And unfortunately, you know, we make mistakes. Everyone is human. And I think this will just be a better learning opportunity, not only for Shikari, but other athletes are watching. And so you'll know if I make a mistake, if I do something wrong, if I break the rules, then I do have to pay those consequences. And hopefully she'll come back better and stronger and then other athletes can also follow in her footsteps. Yeah, and you know the the the, the older people used to say, you know, sometimes you have to you have made an example of. Sometimes exactly. you, know, you know you're going to be the one that's going to have to, you know, pay the pay the price. You know, and exactly. so you know, hopefully, like you said, she this was a lesson learned from her, and she will come back, you know, stronger and a better, you know, woman. And that she can come back and even tell tell the young her the young her young because she has a lot of followers a lot of young ladies look up to her my granddaughter does she's you know very disappointed because Ella my granddaughter is only in seventh grade and Ella she was at the school that she wants to go to and so um, I I just um, I'm just excited I'm so excited about you know that you're taking on you know a new career that you're stepping out there on faith you know and I believe that you're gonna. You're going to succeed in what you're doing, Destiny. You know, I know you have, you know, God in your life, and you have a strong network, a strong family. And so, um, you know, you just, you know, keep motivating and keep encouraging, you know, those that you come in contact, you know, to, 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 to get educated and learn, learn everything. Because, you know, for a long time, a lot of things was not, you know, you know, told to, you know, the athlete or, you know, anybody, somebody in the entertainment field, you know, they got taken, they got taken, you know, they got taken for their money, you know. And so um, I uh, once again thank you again for just taking the time out to be on the Cannon Girl Six podcast. I always give my guests an opportunity to give a shout-out to anybody I'd like to give a shout-out to. So, so this time you can go ahead and do that. Okay, so I definitely want to shout out my family, my mom and dad, George and Sanja, and then also my little brother, Doug, and my um, artists that I currently manage, number one person to take a chance on me when I wasn't even ready to take a chance on myself, Shenandelin Ward, and just thank you again for allowing me to come on your podcast and talk a little bit more about me and what I have going on. Okay, well, thank you so much. And I, I'll, uh, so uh, my business of the week, and guess I'm going to give out my business of the week, but my, it's not a business, but it's actually an event. And um, Brown, Brown Girl University is uh, going to have a, an event on Saturday, August the 7th from 11 to 3. And they will be doing a, a they call, it's called the Bragg Experience. And so um, if anybody would like to participate, uh, contact the organizer, Yolanda Robinson, and uh, she will definitely uh, give you more information. If you want to have a vendor's booth, um, you're welcome to just contact her. But you can reach her at area code 469 
Thank you so much. Good night.